did I tell you that somebody broke into our shed and stole our riding lawnmower and what? our leaf blower and our uh, weed whacker? How do you steal a riding lawnmower? I don't know. Did you and get robbed? We, yeah. Well, <gasps> and we don't know when it happened because they like conveniently shut the door again. And we don't like it's kind of like sit back on the side of our house. So we don't really pay that much attention to it. And obviously it's wintertime, so we're not in it. But we pulled out the one day and Josh goes, something's wrong with the locks on our shed. And sure shit, they like cut all the locks. So you didn't uh, even know when it happened. No, we have no idea. And like we have a ton of cameras, but there's not one directly at the shed, nor do we know when it happened. So like we can't. If it was longer than like so many days, mm -hmm. we didn't Damn. have it. So since then, our house is now Fort Knox, and we have cameras all over the place, and they record twenty four seven, and it's intense. But yeah, they fucking stole our lawnmower. That neighborhood, man. Where do you um, live? And, and like, but like, uh, we live like. You live off the trail, between, don't you? No. No, it's like between Doran Hill and McCord mm. in Pennsylvania. It's not that oh. bad. I mean, it's not great, but it's not that bad. Like I never No. I've never felt like we were in like a bad area. But I'm so I'm so pissed. Does uh does homeowners cover that? Um I mean, we could do something, but like the deductible is $1000 anyways, and we don't want our like insurance premiums to go up, so we just said fuck it. So I have more questions, and by the way, I'm leaving this in the podcast here. I I, I will. Uh, that's staying in. That's too good to to leave out. So here. I wasn't watching my language. <laughs> so. You've cursed before on the podcast. You'll you'll be fine. Um, I try not to say the f word though, and I said it multiple times. <laughs> Are people going to think differently of you? Who's who, maybe who? Who could hear? Are you going to get kicked off the Saint Ursula dance team? By the way, tryouts this weekend. Uh, not this weekend. Next April, weekend. April. end of April. Oh um, yeah, it's a while away. All right, so I have a question. I know you said <laughs> that you don't know when they did it. Um, you this had to have been when you guys were gone, maybe for a couple of days. Because somebody, like a riding lawnmower, they had to back up something to, to haul it away with, right? Or well, they necessarily. turned it on and drove yeah. it away. I mean, I don't They, I don't they could have towed it away, too. Like, if you get it, if you get it, like, you can just hook it up to something and turn it on and just drive off. But you're going very slowly, and usually when you yeah. steal stuff, you go quickly. Mm -hmm. I know. I don't get it, man. Wow. I don't get it. What is it? Isn't this like a five? How much does a riding lawnmower cost? Well, luckily it was a hand-me-down, so it's not like we bought a brand new one. Got it. But, you know, he had just like cleaned it for the season and repainted it and like gave it a tune-up. So he was just pissed. And, and this was, this was like high-level crime because... Somebody was like watching the neighborhood. It's not like you break into a convenience store and take what you can. Like somebody was looking to do this unless they broke. Because I can't imagine that they <clears throat> had what they needed to crack the lock and they went in there and they just wanted tools. And they're like, oh, fuck, there's a riding mower. Let's take that shit, too. Like somebody planned this out. 
You know what? They probably did. Like, I mean, I, I've never done this before in my life, but if you happen to see a shed that nobody really messes with and you get it open and you see something in that you want, you take what you want initially, right? And then you come back for what may or may not be there later because well, you have- they you have... ain't getting in, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, they may have came more than once, is what I'm saying. Like, they may have came, like, they may have taken some stuff they could have got away with quickly, and then they were like, well, let's go back later and see if we can get said riding lawnmower. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Not anymore, though. Yeah, you locked that shit out. You locked it out. Wow. Um, So Josh is, like, the calmest, nicest person ever. He reminds me of uh, my old dog, Jasmine. Like, I could slam Jasmine's face in the door and she would still love me. Um, Josh seems so nonviolent. So, what was his first reaction after he alerted you that it was stolen? Um, well, we both found out because we were in the car and we were pulling out of our driveway and we were like, something's not right. And he, you know, he, he was actually pretty calm about it. He was more, he got more irate about the fact that the snowblower he had just bought broke during the snowpocalypse. That made him really pissed off. Yeah. What's angry but, Josh like? Does, does He doesn't hit you or anything, right? No, oh, Christ. No, no, no. He's, he's the When he gets really mad, he, there's, like, stages. So the first stage is just, like, really quiet. Then the second stage is lots of curse words. Then the third stage is when you get the curse words and the elevated voice and the stomping around. When you say elevated voice, I I would assume that it gets louder or does it get higher or does it do both? No, it just gets louder. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I just can't visualize it. Josh is such a peaceful person. It doesn't happen very often. But don't you steal that man's mower. <laughs> right. Wow. Um, all right, Bethany, to answer your question, I thought I texted you this morning. I, I rescheduled his appointment for Monday. Oh. He was, uh, this is Andre, my dog. Philip, he wasn't feeling well. Something was weird. He's been yeah. shaking and trembling. Oh, um, no. And, Bethany, I think I told you, like, nothing has come out of him that had me horrified. Um, so that was good. And when we got up this morning, everything was as is. It was good. Um, when I got back from grabbing coffee, he was barking. Yesterday, he wasn't. Um, even the guys working on the shower noticed the difference today. Because yesterday, it seemed like there was only one dog in the house. So I didn't want to hog an appointment. So I, I took myself off the schedule and rescheduled it for Monday if I need to. Somebody said last night uh, on the Facebook post, like late last night as it died down, that they wondered if he slid on the ice and pulled a muscle. And that's very likely mm, yeah. or from hopping around in the snow that's bigger than him because he's a little he's he's a little slow on the steps and he's a little reluctant to hop on the sofa in the bed which he usually isn't but he's not yelping so and I've examined him pretty good and I've pressed on him and I and I can't get him to scream or jump out but I don't think anything is internally wrong so I'm guessing with a, a muscle pull, and again, maybe he's be, he's begun to heal because he seems much better today, even though he's still shaking a little bit, than he was yesterday, where he was just, I, I think he anxietyed himself to death, or at least he anxietyed himself out where he was just, he looked lifeless when we went to bed. He just looked white and pale, but I think it's because he was 
just in his own head all day. Yeah, I think something just scared him, and he it wasn't got scared out. Wasn't a scare, or just I, like so, something like set off his anxiety. Well, I think being hurt would certainly do that to him. Do you think the guys working on the uh, bathroom? Maybe? No, because no. they this I noticed this for the first time the other night, Wednesday night, and they haven't been. They they were they've been gone since last Friday because my I had to wait for my tiles to show up. So it wasn't them, and they're pretty unflappable. Um, I mean, they hear the trains all the time. Uh, it's pretty quiet in my neighborhood, but they're they're pretty unflappable. But to that point, um, I would usually make fun of this. But you guys, Philip, tell me if there's any over there, and Bethany, you too. There are some death sickles hanging from the top of my home, and I. <laughs> I told the guys. They said, I had them too. I had to knock them off today because I was like, they're going to impale my dog. Yeah. Yeah. I told the guys, I'm like, be careful when you go out. I, I can't reach the ones that are on my second floor. And that's where there's one that's like, it's, I'm not exaggerating. It's three feet long and it's fucking huge. I'm looking yeah. for, uh, what's you got to uh, throw, throw some snowballs at it. I'm, no, I'm not going to do that. You got to get it down. What are you going to impale somebody? It, it looks like the first scene of Empire Strikes Back. Like I'm looking for someone to crawl inside of a tauntaun. It's it's that scary huge you, and um, I mean these things these things I've heard of stories where these have, things have fallen like icicles or big pieces of ice have fallen from buildings and knocked people out like yeah. these, this one is so big at least this one particular one could impale somebody so seriously like, watch out I it's funny you bring that up because it isn't really cold here anymore it's back up to the fifties here but sure. last week when it was <laughs> last week when it was snowing and it was cold. Um, like we would walk by the trees and I would explain to Danny about like the icicles and like, you know, they're super cute. I was like, it's to be like two feet, maybe three feet long and they're hanging from your house and they can like rip down your ease trough and they could fall and hurt you or your animals or your car. And he was like, what? So like, I've been explaining to people here about these, like these death sickles and how they hang from tall buildings in like downtown areas. And when it gets warm enough, or if they like tend to chip and or fall, like you'd be walking down the street, minding your own business. All of a sudden, boom, you got stitches because you got hit in the head with a fucking four-foot icicle. So nobody here believes me that it's a real thing, that they get that big without falling, but I know it's a real thing. They're not here. Bethany, I think she uh, she had to go. She's running errands right now, but uh, uh, I texted the pictures over oh, to you. Um, God. And these are the ones that are on your house? Yeah. Yeah, th- this is... Uh, from like I've tried to knock the ones down that are when you walk into the doorway. Those are reachable. I, I couldn't even get on a ladder and get the other ones because they're they're on the second floor. Um, and these pictures are, are arriving slowly to your phone. And I don't know how to take the uh, the screen out of my one window, or else oh, I, I would. That, yeah. I would. I don't know. What's a good way to get them down? Like throw some Dude, hot water at them? Snowballs. I'm telling you, like get yourself. You know what you need to do is you need to make ice balls. Make snowball and like get a little bit of water on them. Get them a little bit hard. And I mean, aim high. Don't aim low. Or if it's near a window, like try to stay away from the window. Do it from a different angle. But throw snowballs at it. Like you'll get it down eventually. All right. There you go. I'm very afraid to do that. Um, it, it should have arrived. Look at that o- over the uh, over the pond in seconds. Um, oh, I haven't seen it yet. Uh. I'm I'm afraid to do that because I think it could be dangerous. So I'm hoping it just kind of melts itself away. It's supposed to get into the mid 30s here on yeah. Sunday, but it's it's been. A, I know you know about the storm here. It's it's been a week and. Um, oh my God, Eric! <laughs> I told you, 
it looks like teeth of like a monster. Right. Oh. Yeah, those are huge. Those aren't safe. It's uh, it's on my Instagram and also the uh, show Facebook page. Yeah, it, it's dangerous. Um, that one, that one particular, it's a thicken. Yeah. There's one that behind the screen that's like super thick and really long. That one's not going to melt very easily. That that's going to be a faller. And I'm not going to be able to knock it down, uh, Mr. Yeah. Snowball Man. <laughs> you can probably get it down. <laughs> um, get, dude, get in that tree across from it. Get in the tree, right, and then get like a really. Do you have golf clubs? We're done with this conversation. <laughs> oh, I'm dead serious. Do you have golf clubs? No, I don't. Get... I have other things. If I, we're done. <laughs> uh, apparently, the old West End hasn't been plowed like at all. That doesn't surprise me. It, was that usual? Was that was that pretty common? I mean, when it gets like this bad, for some reason, like we are the last ones, and I think it's mainly because we have so many of those weird streets where, like, years ago. They cut it off where they're like one-way streets, and there's that weird island in the middle, so you can't go all the way across it. Um, I don't know, but it's they're they're messed up streets. There's narrow parking. I just think they make excuses not to come down it, but typically when it gets this bad, they don't come down the oldest end streets. I texted. Welcome back. Yo. So when I when I lived in the old West End, I literally the one time like the last time it snowed a lot, which was probably I don't know 2000. 14 and 15. Yeah. Um, I had to take a shovel and dig my car out because they did come and plow in the old West End, but they (laughs) plowed all the cars in. Yeah. Like I, I like it's, it would be my fault if there was off street parking, but there is no off street parking available in the old West End. Like that's where you have to park. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, it was so was so bad it took me forever to get my car out i was so pissed i texted my local con- uh, my local city council person oh did you uh, who lives in the old west end yeah uh he said these pro- private contractors also a million cars in the streets 14 inches of snow it's never perfect but wade needs to be better i hear we may have a hearing about it laughing emoji um that's from councilman comives he's he's stuck there too um, very so, diplomatic of him to say the least the answer so, so what's what's the solution uh, us, the people who live there, we go out and we shovel and we get each other out of the snow because that's the only way to do it. I remember like living there and waking up, not having to work that day, thankfully, but I woke up at like 7 a.m. to go out with the shovel and to help people get their cars out of the snow and to get off of the street to get to work because there's no other way for them to do it, it unless you help each that, other. Uh, help, helps build that sense of community. Yeah. Um, there was, so down, downtown asked people to move their cars off the street um tuesday or whenever it was to so that they could do the plowing and people were saying well where do you want me to park now thankfully um i guess they opened up a couple of the garages for people to park for free some of those people were kind of complaining and i want to say to them i mean this is this is what you got to deal with when you live uh downtown like that you're you're not mm-hmm. going to have a ton of parking the old west end problem is is a little different um because it's not a downtown where there's you know, you have parking garages and there's not on-street parking that's readily available or places to go. But I guess somebody brought up in the downtown Toledo complaining that I guess in New York City what they do is they tell everybody to park on one side, they go plow it, and then the next day they come back and, and they do the reverse. I can see that making sense. I can also see flaws in that, but I can definitely see that making some sort of sense. Because, uh, I mean, one it person can ruin it for like everybody. People. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Bethany, are you going to be here with us now, or are you done getting what you needed to do? Yep, I got Gus. Gussie! He looks so fresh. So, um, opening day is... So the Mudhounds announced their schedule and opening day. I'm not... I'm a little surprised that the season isn't going to start, like, in mid-May. Um... And I have complete confidence in the mud ends to keep people safe in the ballpark. It's they're only going to allow fifteen hundred fans. Um, they did some of this last fall with the movies and then one of the concerts. So I have complete confidence that everybody will be totally fine. Um, April sixth on opening day and whatever hmm. else the home games are. I think it's all weekend. They're, they've got their first home stand. Um, and I, I. I'm not worried, like, with all of this. I'm not personally worried for myself. But, um, so infections and deaths are going down. We are trending in a real solid way right now with the virus. But this is about six weeks away. And I guess, you know, all places are going to have to deal with this as large events come back. But this is six weeks, and we're not going to have everybody vaccinated that we need to. Um, I'll bottom line this. I don't want to go downtown that day as I normally would. <laughs> Outside is fine, but I'm concerned that there will not be a great policing of what's happening inside all the establishments that everybody spends so much time in on opening day. I don't think you can police it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting because it'll depend on what type of trouble the establishments can get in if they have that many people. So like I could see the establishment trying to police itself because they don't want to get a fine or written up for something. If they do come around, Um, we're still going to have, I think we're still going to have limitations at at capacity. So you're going to have to have, uh, and maybe this is too soon in the discussion. Maybe it's just everybody's euphoric that places are coming back. Hours will be extended. Everything will be normal. People can hire back some employees. And then now that we know that, then they'll they'll go, here's how we're going to keep people safe. Because I'm guessing every establishment will have to, like Dirty Bird has done. They're, they're the one that I, I know that has done it best in the past. Like they kept a counter, like one in, one out. They're Like yeah. every place is going to have to do that. Or, I mean, it, it, there are a lot of places that I think it could be very easy for them to create an outdoor situation and just close inside altogether and just try to serve people outside only. Um, I'm sure that will work great if it's semi-decent weather, but um, I would like think I, some places can't do that, but I know like the Blarney and like that block, I would just. It's a good idea. Just like only allow a handful of people inside and kind of do an outdoor thing. And I'm, I still haven't thought this all the way through, but I'm debating, do I want it to be a miserable, normal opening day type weather day where it's kind of snowing and people just tough it out? Because that would keep people away. Or do I want it to be sunny in 78, which will keep people out? It will bring more people, but it'll keep people outdoors. I think the sunny part will get you in less trouble, to be honest with you. Because then you have that option of outside. And I mean, the smart thing to do because of how opening day is and because like the people who come and the revenue for downtown, it's just to shut off most of downtown, like that area around the stadium where Cock and Bull is, Dirty Bird, around that corner, that block where the stadium is at, around Seagate. Just like block all that off and like let people do their thing, like hang out, have a drink, grab some food outside, go to food trucks. Like that would be the smart thing to do. But I mean, you know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, Yeah. if they partnered with food trucks, that would be... 
amazing. Like that would be so smart for them to do. Yeah, I'm curious. This is going to need, and again, maybe it's too fresh. Like let people enjoy the fact that um, we we can now, I think, safely move from an abundance of caution to cautiously optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one guy today. He he decorated doctor Johns Hopkins and Bloomberg, but then Fox News put him on, so that threw away some of his credibility. But <laughs> he said, like in two months, COVID will be all, all but behind us. Um, oh, that's why I go from abundance of caution to cautiously optimistic that we're going to have, um, you know, a good summer. And I've always felt good about this summer, but this is just again five or six weeks away. So I I hope there is some order from the city and establishments and mm-hmm. downtown Toledo working together to keep people safe with, you know, brainstorming as, as we have to keep people safe so that we don't have this pocket of um, what a, a super spreading things or, or allowing know, it to come back into our life. You know what I could see? I could see like the mud hens doing like a COA situation and only releasing a certain amount of tickets, which well, is great. Are. Right. Okay, great. That's awesome. But the downside is there are people like me, most of the people are like me, where we don't go opening day to go to the game. Like we go because it's opening day and there's tons of people down there. And you get to socialize and you get to drink and eat and be a part of an experience. So I think yeah. that'd be a little bit of a hardship. Yeah, 1,500 people in the ballpark. So we'll make it 2,000 with employees. Um, yeah. But I would say, and, and there's eight or 10,000 people at the game for opening day. We'll, we'll keep it at eight. But there's there might be 15 thousand or more because the game the opening day game is usually an afterthought anyway for exactly what you said philip so i i like bethany's idea a lot maybe shut down here she comes bethany is dipping you're dipping in and out bethany (laughs) i know i don't know what's the matter i i like your idea a lot and this is gonna require a lot of organization and i don't know if this can come together in five weeks we'll see but i like the idea of like shutting down st Clair street shutting down where the Blarney is and Cock and Bull and some other spots and trying to get some tents or something and keeping people outside. I just think that would be the best way to like maximize your capacity while being safe and avoiding any situations. Mm-hmm. And also... Isn't that, isn't that a part of the outdoor drinking area too? Like that whole section? Can't you have yeah, like plastic yeah. cups out I there? Yeah. Dora. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just a matter of having so many people. And again, that's why I'm, I'm going back and forth about the weather. Um, and I think Philip, you're right. Um, but I'm not an epidemiologist and it, it would seem that if we can get a nice big words, day, Eric, sorry. big words, <laughs> people who specialize in viruses, I think lucking out and having an early, beautiful sp- spring day, like we had in 2018 would be the best bet. If not, um, yeah tents just to keep and not that's probably not great with ventilation and stuff but it's better we've all been in opening day bars and it's i mean you're you're just gonna pass shit around in those places i mean yeah i mean i've gotten sick from opening day i'm sure several times not like food poisoning but just like somebody who may like have a flu or something and i'm around them or i'm working like if i'm working at a restaurant all those people are around and like two days later i feel like crap just because you're just around so many people. You're indoors. Well, you're rubbing and touching and stuff. So. And let me throw this out there. So we've all been in a quote-unquote quarantine for mm. a year. Listen. So I'm guessing that everyone's immune system is a little suppressed because Dude. we have not been like exposed to anything you know, in, in over a year. I just thought about this with Danny. I was like, I, I haven't been feeling well this week. Like My stomach's been upset. 
And I thought to myself, I haven't been sick in a whole year. I don't know the last time in my adult life that I've went an entire year without having like a head cold or like a chest cold or like just a little bit of something. I haven't been sick in an entire year. When the world opens up, I'm going to die. I'm going to die from like a fucking head cold. Like I don't even know right. what's like, happening. I guarantee it that, that like the normal colds and flus are just going to skyrocket because yeah. no one's been fighting off anything in a year. And we haven't been exposed to each other. So, like, I just, I would imagine that if if we just drop the masks and go, you know, balls out, that we're going to get it <laughs> a lot. Be- Cold Bethany, turkey is not a good idea. Bethany, it's a good point. And to support it in some ways, I've already seen some things that have said the flu is is massively down this year because we're taking all the precautions against COVID, but that has also kept the flu at bay. And I can't wait. There's already been some of these think pieces. I've I've seen them, and I, I've seen cynics ask, and it's a good point, but um, we're a different culture than other parts of the world. You know, in, in Asia, I think we've talked about this before. When people get sick in, like, Japan, they, they put a mask on, and mm-hmm. that's going to have to be standard protocol Um just human decency, American decency, which sometimes we have very little of, moving forward. Um, because really, we can prevent flu deaths by, hey, if you've got, if you've got a pretty nasty cold, wear a mask. Apply yeah. what we've done during COVID um, moving forward. Not, to, not, to, not to, to stop COVID, which we hope goes away, but to keep other people healthy from exactly what you talked about, Philip. Yeah, like I know I think, from now on, if, if I travel, I'm wearing a mask regardless yeah like, i just don't even care yeah. it's gonna happen like that that's one of our things because when things do start to tend like to fall back probably like holiday season next year when we do actually get a chance to travel outside of the uk or outside of england at least um i pretty sure we're gonna have masks with us just because like we're gonna wear them on the train or on the plane wherever we go i don't care make fun of me at this point i don't give a flying fuck you can make fun of me all day long i am with my my chinese and japanese and korean friends if i see you cough if i see you sniffle mask on don't come near me give me 50 feet i'm good if um if i would have known some of the numbers before i i got into my 20s i probably would have uh worn a condom all the time seeing how STDs have just skyrocketed in the 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Ugh. No? Not a good idea? That, you know what? That's going to be a thing to you know that when, like, I don't know, at least here, when, like, we're able to hang out and see each other again, like, STIs and STDs, they're going to go skyrocket. People are just going to go ham. They're going to go so crazy. Fucking like rabbits. Uh, life will be different um, in, in a lot of ways, and Bethany's right about people you know, having uh, suppressed immune systems and then how our social behavior will be different. Like I know a lot of people like Philip, what did, what did you have to do? Like you had to have a COVID buddy or something in the UK. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you basically, you have a bubble and you have to stay within that bubble. If you go outside of it, basically you're breaking the rules. I would totally use you and Danny as, as an example. Bethany, are you muted? She's gone again. I would totally use you and Danny as an example. Now, I know you're married and stuff, but um, you got, well, you guys had an interesting, she's back. (laughs) What was that? It was the kid. Mm. The titty sucker. Um, You and Danny had kind of a little bit of an open, the door was cracked open in your relationship before you Mm -hmm. moved over there. I could Mm -hmm. totally see lots of people um, adding a small door crack of openness to their relationship um oh yeah because it's like look we agreed to 
to fuck for the last 11 months, but to be quite honest, I don't like you that much. I was doing it to save the world. Um, so I'm going to go out with some other people and we'll come back and we'll figure this out afterwards. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you on that. I think people are going to be out here and they're going to have like they're going to have high signs. I I mean, love Danny to death and I never intended on being in the same a flat with him for this long, but like I look forward to being able to travel without him and to like have some space to myself like i don't want anybody around like i'm not trying to find a friend male or female at any given time like just give me a hotel room to myself and give me a bottle of whiskey and just leave me alone for three days and i'll be content i'll come back with a fresh new man bethany uh <laughs> yeah i'm here my dogs are freaking out so i'm trying to keep what's, my what, self muted what's the issue and she's gone again so I realized that you kept going into my car radio because my car was still on. Uh, right. It's all good now. We good. <clears throat> okay. Um, Philip, what's happening in the UK? Um, so if you haven't heard, um, this is just my theory. Do not quote this. This is not like mainstream information or media by any means whatsoever. But um, I am pretty sure that Prince Philip is about to die. Yeah. It's um, quiet. Wait, 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 wait. What? He was hospitalized. Yeah. yeah, Prince Philip, the Queen's son, who's next in line for the for the throne. Um, he's been hospitalized for two or three days now. Um, everything was honky-dory. Like, uh, Henry was coming over from uh, the U.S. to visit. Meghan was going to stay there, or Canada, wherever they are. And, um, like, people were going in to visit him up until last night, basically, where they were just like, no more visitors, no more people. We're just locking it down. The wing that he's in... Nobody's allowed in there, but his doctors and his nurses. Like, and that's about it. So I'm under the assumption that he has already passed away and the royal family has to get things in order before they announce it to the rest of the people. So sometime, what? like, on Monday, we have, on Monday, we have a, uh, Boris Johnson is going to announce if we're going to have some sort of, like, um, uh, relief on this quarantine situation that we've been in for the past three months. So he'll have an announcement on Monday. If it doesn't go well... I feel like Tuesday or Monday after his announcement, they'll let us know that Prince Philip has died because that'd take the heat off of Boris Johnson. If it does go well, they won't announce up. that he's died until Tuesday. Oh no, like they, they are so strategic. But I think that he's dead um, personally and they're just getting William put together for when the queen dies, which probably won't be too long from now as well. Can, so let, let, Let's unbury the lead here. Mm -hmm. um, the queen is going to outlive her son and mm -hmm. we're going to have some, I mean, it's very sad that he's, he's dying. Uh, not totally unexpected. He's a very old man. I have no idea how old the queen is. but 97? Uh, but uh, she, is, she is undying. Uh, and the, yeah. memes are, the memes are going to be incredible. I mean, I've already saw one meme of him, of Prince Philip, and he looks like the Grim Reaper. Like, dudes look bad for a while. And it, the meme said, this fellow has been on airplane mode in 1% for the past 60 years, and I about Stop pissed myself. <laughs> he, uh, his, People, like, come on. His skin was peeling off. Yeah, like, he hasn't looked healthy at all. What She's is, 94. What he have? He has nothing. He, what'd you say? Okay. Old age, yeah. He has nothing. Like, it's just, <clears throat> he's just old. And I mean, I don't know if the queen is like, drinking her grand great grandchildren's blood i don't know if it's like the holy water that she gets blessed with i don't know if what they're feeding her if she i don't know what's happening in her life but like sis is holding on and she is good to go she is aware walking it out shaking hands flipping people off like she is doing her life quick for her kids that that he is her he's her uh he's her husband 
Oh, is it her husband? Yeah, and he right, is, Charles is her son. Yeah, he's ninety nine. Um, I don't know how old Queen Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth. Let me look this up. She's ninety four. All right, yeah. sorry for messing up the numbers there. I knew something was goofy, but she might as well be one hundred ninety four. But she is truly undying. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it, it is crazy. I people live here a very long time. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, did anybody have any interest in the Mars rover landing? Because I did. Okay, I saw then. a meme. We'll move along. <laughs> yeah, I saw a we'll meme involved Britney Spears. That's about it. So. Wait, what was the Britney Spears meme? I don't know. It was something in her in that red cat suit, whatever music video it was. I didn't yes, really give it too yes, much attention. Yeah, because there's an interlude. Oh, Britney, I came from all the way. To- yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy you get it because the game bed does not get it, so it's fine. Yeah, uh, there was one last week that I found. Um, it's a couple of like aliens, like the alien movie aliens mm-hmm. holding up a picture of the Mars background in front of the rover. It's pretty funny. All right, we're going to scratch space jokes off the podcast. <laughs> Talking to the wrong crowd. I can go get Danny if you want me to. You guys can chat about it for the next five minutes. He sent me something very funny today. and I, You know what? I almost didn't look at it because I'm like, I don't need his hate-watching, cynical tweets coming my way. But it was actually quite funny. Dude, he came for Scandal yesterday. I about jumped out of my seat. Anyway, yeah. what did he send you? I don't know. Uh, he doesn't like Scandal? It's not that he doesn't like it. It's just that he does this thing to where, like, he doesn't watch the show, but then every now and then, like, he'll his ears will perk up and he'll tune in and then he'll have 800 questions and he wants to bash everything because it just doesn't make sense to him. I just couldn't. I not had to, everything like... was made for you, Danny. Exactly. Bethany, when do, uh, when do TSA kids go back to school? I believe the... Like, everyone will be in the classroom by March 22nd. I think that there's some type of uh, slow rollout of bringing a, like kids back slowly before that, but uh, I know by March 22nd is like D-Day where everybody will be back. Yeah, that's how so, are you? That's oh, Slovenia, ahead, and I think TPS starts going back Monday. Oregon's going to go back. So again, this is all part of the cautious optimism that things are getting back to normal. Like, how are you guys doing with, like, your yearly curriculum? Like, is, did everything go swimmingly? Like, did you have any issues or, like, kids being left behind? Are things not being taught? Like, how did that no, whole thing go this year? No, we've been fine because yeah. we've been on iPads for several years. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, Fortunate. like, we were able to kind of shift gears pretty quickly with that. Right. Um, I mean, the arts classes kind of had to get creative real quick, but um, <laughs> they've, <laughs> they've been fine, too, so... We've been all right. I don't know about other districts or like elementary schools. I can't imagine that that is going well, but Ashley maybe it had, is. Ashley had an incredibly awful showdown with her kid's teacher. So that, oh, no. that might just be an anomaly, and, but I know it's hard. It's hard with little kids. That's why we wanted to get them back into school so quickly. Yeah, that's you know the other been... thing. Like you're going to have teachers that are cool with it and are able to handle it. And then you're going to have other teachers that are like, F this. And they either don't want to teach what they need to teach or they're bad at technology. I mean, there's just like so many factors that can that can go wrong. There was like this weird like trend of videos of teachers who were like not being very nice to kids or like really just let the kids do whatever they wanted to do like at the beginning of the situation and also the beginning of this school year um i've been seeing like a complete turnaround and my sister-in-law her my nephew he does his schooling online or whatever and she 
basically like sits in the background because she's a teacher too and she just kind of listens in and makes sure that he does what he's supposed to and that he's not acting up but i've seen like a complete 180 on the situation where teachers now are like a lot more like this is what it is it's what we need to do and the kids a lot more attentive and the parents who do work from home or who have somebody there like they are more attentive too so we have evolved over the past year with this like as a complete society which i appreciate it gives me like some hope for mankind but i know it was rough in the beginning i mean i could uh, see people at the beginning being like oh this won't last long like I'm not really going to put 100% into this because we just got to get through this, you know, short period of time. And then, you know, the months and months and months go by and you realize this, this is it. Like, and then they got to figure it out. So I would hope that by now there is a shift where people are like, all right, like, if I don't figure it out, we're going to be in trouble. Right. Um, I saw somebody post something that it's it's almost the birthday of uh, 14 days to flatten the curve. I think they were being sarcastic <laughs> because oh, I, I, I know there are still people who don't understand why. How come it's still happening after they said 14 days? Oh, God. Yeah. I think we're, I'm Those done Those are with... the same people that didn't wear a mask when they were supposed right. Exactly. To. Right, right, right. And I still, you... I still laugh when I, I see, I don't laugh, but it bothers me when I see people these days who can't wear the mask over their nose. Um, and those are the people who they know they have to wear one, but they're not going to wear it right. That's their way of mm -hmm. protesting and being dicks. My fingers have been itching to post the anniversary of that Cardi B video. I know we talked about it last week, but I cannot wait. Like March 13th is exactly the date that it came out. And March 14th was a date that the song was made. And I cannot fucking wait to post that. Uh, I don't know why my excitement lies in that situation. I don't have much to look forward to as of lately, but I do look forward to that. Philip, if it makes you feel better, I hate posting things on TikTok. It, it, <laughs> it's just too involved. Um, you hate yeah. it, but you do it a lot. I don't do it a lot. I try to do one a day, and it's usually a picture and a song, and there's I, there's things I, de I dislike. I, I dislike one a, a lot. One a day is a lot to me. Um, I don't go on there to watch anything. I don't like watching videos, but I, I see some people's TikToks and, I'm, and I think I process in my head, like, how could I do that? I'm like, I know, take a half an hour and do that. And I, look, I applaud the people that put all that effort and creativity into it. It's not where I want to put those two things in my life. Yeah. Sure. Well, TikTok at least. Like, I mean, God, that's just TikTok. TikTok is what? What was it? Vine? TikTok is like the new yeah. Vine, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I loved Vine. Vine paved the way for TikTok, and I, but Vine, like, maybe it's just because we're in the Vine generation, but Vine was still better to me. I don't know why. I liked I think, it because you it forced you to be really creative in seven seconds. Yeah, yeah. Like with TikTok, even now, like people drag that shit on for an, a minute. I'm like, I ain't got that kind of time. Like the editing you're doing and the slicing yeah. and yeah. good right. for them for doing it on their phones because I have a hard time sorting through all that stuff, trying to find things and make it work and do the edit and video should only be this long. No, thank you. Um, that's it, everybody. Unless anybody else has anything you want to throw out there or get that one more back. I actually, I would like some advice. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. And this is, this is just... Because I know what Philip would do, and I'm trying to be a better Philip in 2021. Or, or I'll tell you what old Philip would do and what this Philip would do. So get hit me. Okay. So 
Danny and I are looking to move and not because we don't like where we are. Like we like where we are. Like we have a very nice garden. We have a basement flat and a very nice communal residential family neighborhood, except for like the girls who live next to us. Um, they, it's like a, it's like a girl's home, like a half, halfway home or whatever, but they come for a bit and they leave and they kind of cycle in and out. It's empty right now because whoever owns it is getting new windows and the scaffolding is going up for that. And that's fine. But my issue is that <clears throat> we get waking up at night. I do at least, I'm not used to it, over the stupidest shit because our bedroom's in the front window. So last night, around 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, I heard somebody opening and closing an outside door, which happened to be where the scaffolding is at. I'm assuming there are girls moving in and out of there, but why the fuck are you doing it at 2 o'clock in the morning and waking me up? First issue, I let it go, it stops, I go back to sleep. Around 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, this man, I'm assuming, has a fucking wig out on the street and is literally walking up and down the street past our window at least two, two at least two times, screaming at the top of his lungs in falsetto and complete gibberish. That's not even a language. What? Like he's just fucking screaming and then he'll mummer to himself and it, and he's walking down our oh. side of the street. I don't know how far, far enough that I can still hear him faintly. Then he crosses the street and walks on the other side. The only reason I know this is because of the volume of his voice. And he did this for about a half an hour. I have no idea what the fuck is going on, who's supposed to watch this man or what drugs he's on. So I need advice and how to handle this because I'm not trying to get deported. Help me help myself, please. Uh, move, but where, <laughs> wherever you go, find a quieter place. I mean, you do live in the city. Yeah. Uh, and wherever you choose, do some... That's one of those situations, do- though, where, like... You don't really know if that's going to happen until you're already living there. Right. Yeah. The the guy is, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't expect people to come running through my neighborhood yelling and screaming random things. You can kind of get the feel, the pulse of where you're moving to, like how much weird stuff happens. The guy, that's random. The girls coming and going or whatever. uh, I mean, that's... It's been a thing. Yeah, that's been a thing. They're probably prostitutes. They're not prostitutes. They're they're young girls. So okay. prostitutes. So <laughs> let me let, and they are actually because these excuse my language these little nasties almost got themselves to know so these little nasties have boys in and out of that place during the first quarantine that we had and their neighbors on the other side called the police because when I say like they had boys it wasn't like one or two a night there was six girls lived over there there were like twelve or thirteen boys walking in at the house out the night whether they were drug dealers or whatever the case may be it was way too many no so the brothel. Yeah, they're not they're not prostitutes at all, Phil. No. So, like two weeks ago, I was walking to go to get coffee for Danny and I, and there was an ambulance down the street, and there was a lady who I've heard before screaming. But usually it's during the day when everybody's awake. Like she's fine. Like she has her mel- her meltdowns in broad daylight, and she yells at somebody. But she was in an ambulance, strapped down, freaking out, screaming. Somebody finally got sick of it and called an ambulance, and she's probably been sent off because I haven't heard from her. And now this guy magically shows up. Like, I don't know what's happening on that side of the fucking street, but I need them to fucking stop doing it because they're fucking with my sleep. And these girls have had several fights, several different groups of girls with neighbors because when quarantine wasn't happening, they'd be up at like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, partying, drinking, smoking out on their front steps, which again, is literally right outside my window. I was going to go out one night and say something to them, and Danny urged me not to. And I probably was a good idea that I didn't, because probably would have got deported real fucking quick. I so loved, I don't know what to do. I would have loved to see Stern Phillip speaking to the youths. I mean, youths, I don't know. So 
I don't know, youths, yes, but yet and still, like, they just need to chill the fuck out. And th they're so combative. Like, the first time somebody says something to them, they're just like, they go, bamba clot. Like, they just, they just hit all these, all these accents, and they just want to drop in your face and scream at you and yell at you. And I hear them, like, tear people down at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning when they're the ones being ridiculous. And I'm just like, I'm here for it. Like, I grew up in inner city Toledo. I am here for it. You can tear me down as much as you want to, but I bet you ain't gonna cross this motherfucking line because we can do this. And no, this cross, is why, cross it, cross it. This is why I shouldn't even go out there. This but, is why you need to move before old Philip comes back with a listen, vengeance. What's the chance? What are the chances that you can move? We're, we are moving. Like, we've decided that we know that we're gonna get a spot that's bigger because we need more than just one bedroom so that we have somewhere to work and somewhere for people to stay when they do come visit once all this is over. Um, because I, if, say for instance, you do come over, Eric or Bethany, you guys come over, like, I would want you to come and try to stay with me because living in the city or getting a room is really expensive. So you can stay with me for as long as you would like to. But we just need a bigger space. So we're gonna be moving. It's just, you never know, like you said, like you never know till you get somewhere what the fuck is gonna happen. And if we move somewhere and it's the same shit, like I'm, I'm setting front doors on fire, and <laughs> gasoline and all. Oh, at least you have quality entertainment. I, I live for angry Philip because when, when he wants to go off, like I remember, uh, Philip Taylor versus Kevin Milliken in the hallway of the iHeart Building. That was amazing. <laughs> I fucking hated him. Was it was it the day that like he got upset because we were too loud in the hallway doing our show? He like stormed out of his fucking studio at the end of the hallway and had the audacity to bust into my studio in the middle of our show. Yeah, I fucking lost my shit. I remember that bald head man. Ooh, almost said something else. But yeah, he was horrible. God. He was an awful person. Yeah, yeah. And I, I still see his people you might know show up on my Facebook and it, it You should you should friend him. See what no, he's up to. No, no, no. <laughs> That's um, a dark, slippery slope. Bethany, what are you and uh, what are you and Joshua doing this weekend? And how is Dad? Um, what are we doing this weekend? I don't know. So there's been so much drama. My sister and her husband came up. They got here. Well, they were going to come during the snowpocalypse, and that didn't happen. So they came Wednesday instead. They were here maybe eight hours, and then her husband goes to the hospital for a gallbladder issue. Oh, no. And he's been in the hospital. He was supposed to have surgery today at noon, so I haven't heard yet how that's going. But so, like, our family's just in turmoil. Um, Quick question. So I assume I will or won't see my sister before she goes home. I'm not really sure. Uh, but Dad's doing good. He um, He's still on oxygen, but now he tries to show off when we're there and, like, take his oxygen off to go to the bathroom. And comes back <laughs> and puts it back on. And That's showing off? Top Jesus. Peacock, like, I just went to the bathroom without my oxygen. Um, so that's funny. But Did yeah, no, he's doing good. It's so funny. This sister of yours, like, something happened. Uh, I need, I want to see <laughs> DNA. Like, uh, anyway, um, did her, did they come up here knowing he had some gallbladder issues or was this out of the blue? So he didn't feel great like he was having stomach pain but it was just like he thought maybe it was a kidney stone or something like that but like it was okay enough for them to travel and they just kind of figured it would go away I think they ended up like they went somewhere before they came and they had done an x-ray and just thought like there was some bowel that needed to move or something like that mm. you know what I mean 
so they came up here, but once they got up here, things turned, and so eight hours mm-hmm. later, he was in the hospital. But yeah, good times. Your sister, like, it's all bad news. Like, I'm sure she's, a, I'm sure she's <laughs> a, lo- I'm sure she's a lovely <laughs> woman. But Philip, you need to go to Bethany's Facebook profile, or ha- Bethany, send Philip a picture of your sister. Like, yeah, they don't please. Look anything alike? Like, the the Tyler didn't fall far from from the tree. But the other, the sister, it's like, it's like Wednesday or uh, whoever the unique looking one is in the uh, TV show, the scary show. Just because she's tall and blonde and I'm a midget with brown hair. like. Right. <laughs> and Tyler's a dick. He is not. How's his house? His house is great. Good. All right, everybody. Well, have a, have a safe weekend. Philip, don't yell well, at hold any on, Hold on, hold on. What are you doing with your life this weekend? Nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe what do you- uh, Wait, he's th- gonna be on Andre watch. Yeah, that uh, I had a nice time with a girl who I hung out with last week. Oh yeah, oh. about that. So it went well then. Well, well, I'm just taking it slow, Wait, and you know. Did we have a Valentine's date? No, we didn't. We we didn't even even acknowledge that. But um, that's so fun. I mentioned to Alex, and I didn't even want to describe it. She she almost broke the merchandise. Like your uh, penis? I thought I was—I thought I was going to be at the hospital with a sex <laughs> Like, was it rough? Is she likes it rough? Like, I, you have to give me some like some context here. You can't say something like that and not give me some context of how it happened. Kind of. I, I don't want to be too graphic here on the podcast, but and without being graphic, I can't explain it as well as I. Okay. Were there accessories okay. involved, or was it just like? Wait, what's that? Were there accessories involved? Or no. it was just like... Unless you want to call my penis an accessory, and some okay. have. Jesus. Okay. What, did you have to, like, stop midway yes. because... Okay, yeah. Yes. I, I know that pain. I feel you. And sometimes you just gotta, you got to call time out in the play. It's okay. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't on purpose, right? Like, it was just kind of like... No, not happened. at all. Not at all. Like, we, okay. like, I don't know if I told you guys, but, like, the chemistry hasn't been there from the outset. But I'm, I'm not, like... I'm trying to see if it, if it if it's there, and obviously that lack of fluidity carried onto the bedroom. And, and like it, it was well, you, one of those things where where you have a sports injury and you're like, shit, did I just blow out my knee? Um, <laughs> I had to look and go, oh my god, Jesus. So, but we're, we're well, all good. I mean, everything works as long as okay. everything still works, and the fact that you're right. still willing to pursue a somewhat see how it goes relationship, that's a good sign. So I'm happy yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. You just got a little sprain. You'll be all right. A dick sprain. There you go. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's I it. I that can happen. Someone, uh, someone needs to, to email us and tell us if you can get a dick sprain. I, look, when it happened, I immediately thought about all the articles I've read over the years of <laughs> this happening. Like, can you break your dick? And, oh, my God. I mean, that's I'm so terrifying. I was very afraid. I was very afraid. Um... And I'm just kind of over winter. I know that I don't <clears throat> usually do much anyway, but like this has been grueling because it's been cold and mm-hmm. now we got the big storm and the sun's been out some days, but so I'm really hoping we get an early spring. I'm not holding I mean, my breath. Yeah, I mean, your weekend seems like it's going to be consistent of watching Sleeping. out for the dogs and trying to get that icicle off of your east trough. Yeah. No, we're gonna do oh my that. gosh, I'm going to send you a picture of my icicles. They're called Sends death me <laughs> so, All right, it's everybody. Probably, it's a good three feet. 
Well, oh, well let, let's see if your icicle is bigger than my icicle. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. bye.